again, everyone. Richie here with the Ping Pong Pizza Party podcast. I'm here today on episode number four. Yeah, four. Gosh, crazy. Um, with my really, really good friend, who I love so much, Brent <laughs> Sanders. What's up, man? Hey, Richie. Dude. Hello, hello. So excited <laughs> to be here. Yeah, lovely staring at that uh, nice smile. Thanks, brother. Nice Likewise. Face. Yeah. So, uh, and for everyone out there, Brent here is an old mm, bicycle, mountain bike buddy of mine as a... Uh, as most of the people on this podcast are, I know them through like bikes or, or <laughs> some sort of way. It's like a common denominator. But um, yeah, back working at the bicycle company in my younger days, you would come in as a customer and we just got to know each other over the years and we're still friends. And a lot yeah. has happened in between all those years. But um, basically, yeah, man, there's nothing like the past three episodes, like we're, we're this or that. I, I just wanted to talk to you. <laughs> I just wanted you to come in and... I just want to talk to Brent. So oh, I hope that's uh, perfect. Yeah, I hope yeah. everyone out there enjoys uh, whatever the hell we decide to talk about. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just uh, just a buddy of mine that shares a love of bikes. And you're a teacher, right? Or I am a teacher still, or no? What's going on with that? Well, okay, interesting. Uh, you just asked that. So I, I am a teacher. I just finished my 19th year of teaching. Yeah. And I will tell you, um, it's been a little emotional roller coaster for me here these last few days. And, and uh, this, is, this is kind of part of that emotional roller coaster, I think. Uh, this podcast and, and having this opportunity to, to chat with you. Um, I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to be a teacher, and and I maybe am done at 19 years. I'm not, I'm not I'm not completely sure, but I I packed up my room just a few hours ago. What really? Yeah, Holy and um, gave big hugs to a fantastic group of people that I've worked with the last 12 years at this school, and. Um, yeah, walked around my room and and closed the door and said goodbye. It was it, it was it was interesting packing up that room full of memories, full of a career that's full of memories. And this last year was special for me. I, I got to have one of my boys in my in my class. He was oh. one of my students. Canyon was in my really? class this year, and that was it was fantastic. Uh, it's it's been really great having having them at my school, my two boys. Um, for the last, you know, Canyon's been there three, and Caden's been there two years, and so Canyon was in my class, you know, this year, which just made it extra extra special. As you know, you know, kind of a big part of my day is riding my bike to to school with my with my boys on the back. We ride it. We've been riding a tandem this year, <laughs> nice. and it's. It's it's uh, it's heaven. It's just the best part of of a fantastic day, being on the bike with them. You know, it's kind of part of our routine. Getting to school and on our bikes, and you know, just yeah. that time, that uninterrupted time that we have together. We alternate the two boys. That's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it really is, man. 
Yeah. Know? So that's so that that's been that's been fantastic um, for the last three years riding with them. Riding your bike to work is already pretty magical, um, yeah. but riding with your little kid right next to you or behind you makes it even even more special. So, you know, yes, yeah. <laughs> so yesterday was kind of like our official last ride with Canyon and Kate and I rode home with our road to school with on, on Monday. And, um, we, we went real slow. I told my principal, I'm going to be late <laughs> getting to school and I'm going to be late getting home too. Cause, uh, and we stopped along the way. So, you know, one thing about being a bike commuter is, that I've discovered and, you know, all of these thoughts going through my head these last few days, that's been the countdown for me um, these last few weeks is, okay, boys, I've got five days with you and five days with you left of doing this. And, you know, they're kids. They're just kind of like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How old are they? Um, 10 and 8. Okay. Uh, but but as a bike commuter, you 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 end up becoming like, part of that community and your community in, in that aspect is, is your route to work. And so I've been seeing the same people for, you know, part of my route is the same route I've been taking for, you know, nearly 19 years now. And so those same people I've been seeing, you know, for 19 and then there, and then there's another group of people on this, you know, for the last 12 years and, and, in 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 a superficial but very special way, they're a big part of my life. Yeah, because they've seen my they've seen me and they've seen my kids grow up uh, with me, and um, so that that was yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's been an emotional roller coaster for me these last few days. So we stopped along the way and talked to some friends and took pictures with them yesterday. Oh, that's cool, and um, yeah, you know, it was it was special for me. I think. It, and and you know maybe for them it was too I don't really know so like people you just see on the side of like someone watering their lawn or something you see every day You're every like, day hey, so oh, or whatever yeah absolutely That's you know cool. because because I've kind of we all we all have pretty much the same routine I've I've discovered on this little journey to school and I mean I see the same people almost within a hundred yards of my five mile bike ride each way that makes pretty sense. much the same spot every single day we all we all are creatures of habit right and, yeah and we cross paths in in different moments in our lives and and those days you say that and like this morning i took the kids on what we call a poop ride we take our dog mm-hmm. radish um on a on a it's become like a little bit of a morning rich definitely a morning ritual ever since zimmy my son started pedaling just a, like a week ago if that um he's stoked on riding He's four. He yeah. has a little twelve-inch wheeled bike, <laughs> tiny thing. It's so cute to watch. Oh. And uh, his his sister, like he's stoked because now he can ride with his sister and stuff. So you say like, I, I just can't help but imagine like us riding these in the mornings, and we go to this little park just a couple blocks away, and I've seen and just this past week in this brand new little routine that we have in the morning on our little poop rides, um, the same people, dude, at the park, same. Yeah. Uh, a homeless dude is real nice. His name's Ron. Not homeless. Not homeless. He's he's not homeless. He's just um, just eclectic, interesting dude. And then this other guy who has this like really old Labrador uh, uh, lab. Uh, 
I forget his name or her name, but you know, same people. And they were, hey, yeah. you know, hello again. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'm like, this, and, is, and, this is a cool thing. Yeah. And and whether you know their name or not, I don't know the names of yeah. any of these people that I've been But you seeing, know them. But I know them and I feel like they're a part of, they're a part of your life. Totally. Because, because. In that moment. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. I mean, even, even the people in the car, I've been waving to this one guy at this, you know, basically this one corner. I don't know anything about him, but he always waves to us. And you're and, super nice. Dude. And we always wave back, of course. That's cool, man. So, That's cool. Well, you know, you'll find a new routine. So begs the question of the next part. Like, so what next, dude? Why, why the, why not? Why are you, why hanging up the teacher thing? Possibly. Well, Man, I, I'm not positive I'm, I'm stopping teaching. Um, I, I just, I, you know, as, as you know, I, we're, we're moving to Costa Rica um, in a few months. And so that's going to be the end of, at least for a while, the end of my El Paso teaching career. Uh, and, and I plan on teaching down there in the school that my kids are going to be going to. I, w- I would love to be involved in that school. I think it would be, you know, it'd be a nice way for me to kind of get in with that community and, and, and you know, be, in, be involved and not just kind of like stuck at, at home, not kind of knowing what to do. Because my, my boys are going to be going to this, this school, this dual language school down there. So, so I do hope to do that. And I... Man, Richie, I'm not sure what's going to happen when I come back. I would say right now, I, I'm not positive I want to go back into a classroom. But a year or two, or I'm not sure how long our little escapade in Costa Rica is going to last. I mean, currently we're looking at a year, but I'm kind of leaving options open for staying longer if, if that's what works out for us. So, so I guess in that, I guess just the unknown yeah. really feels like I'm saying bye for a little bit of time. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how long that. that time is going to be. But for me, it feels like a long time. Well, regardless, yeah, like you've been, the closing of this chapter here is definitely happening. It has happened mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the future we'll see, but man, that's huge. That's huge, dude. Going yeah. to Costa Rica and, and I have so many questions that are going in my head right now. <laughs> once like I'm trying to make sense of my own thoughts because yeah. I just want to, uh, I, I was really looking forward to talking to you and seeing you. So there's well, that too, because it's just excitement. But um, I'll, I'll take a step back okay. leading up to the Costa Rica thing. We've got some time, so why not? I remember meeting you and... Honestly, fucker. <laughs> oh, here we go. I, <laughs> here we go. Let's see. I right. was like, this guy again? Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> uh huh. You 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 know exactly what you wanted in your bike repairs, and and so you were very particular about things. And and I, it took me a while to understand you as a person, and and I <laughs> and so 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 I was like, okay, it took a, and then and then I thought, oh man. Okay, this guy, I kind of, we got to know each other and I really started like, after talking to you about um, just other stuff in the shop besides bike stuff and getting to know you, I 
I was like, man, this guy's really cool. Like you, you had this, um, uh, like I had never been, excuse me, I'd never really been outside of El Paso at the time when we got to know each other in the beginning. And you were like this well-traveled, crazy fucking, <laughs> like, like you'd been all these countries. Okay, so the world tour, for example, that you and Dane did. Yeah. I remember that, that was... Yeah, that I, was that was so foreign to me, dude. Like, <laughs> let's talk about that because that after after I found out about that, I I just saw you in a totally different light. <laughs> oh, inter- interesting. Yeah, so so I, I I think what bike shop guys, I'm I'm just a tight ass. Is that kind of where you? No, were going? <laughs> I'm not trying to talk shit. No, I guess I should. So what I mean is like, <laughs> so, I, 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 I I totally sorry, understand no, that. I'm not trying to say I didn't. Uh, but um, I just didn't know you. I just didn't know I, you. All I totally I knew understand. Was like and I, I your bike, um, you know, you'd come in, and then I got to know you, and was like, <laughs> "This guy's fucking awesome. He travels and does this and does that." I mean, you married us for God's sakes, like you. Yeah, you. No, yeah. dude, I love you, but um, I, I totally. My I, bad. I wasn't trying to talk. <laughs> 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 uh, it's it's okay. It's it's a badge of of. Uh, We'll say somewhat honor. I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with it. it is. I'm going to edit this part. It's not just <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's we'll 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 change the subject uh, anyway, there. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. That's- <laughs> yeah, because there I am up there on in a speedo on the 12 hours of old El Paso. I I I need to grab a hold of that poster. I guess. I didn't realize you you had that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh wow. Okay, just switching the subject okay, there real no. quick. I, now I know what it was. It was one thing in particular. I'll just clear the air. It was um, you had this awesome Cannondale scalpel, one mm-hmm. of the first ones, and it had this like remote lockout thing, mm-hmm. and it was a piece of crap. I could, or I just was a piece of crap at like fixing it. And I couldn't get it to like you brought it back like three or four times like this thing's not working and then and then you stood there one time and watched me fix it and I felt so uncomfortable. Oh I was like, really? And I oh well, man. we didn't really we didn't know each other. I yeah. was like some kid who was trying to fix your bike and couldn't do it and uh, and I had no idea who you were but I was just like frustrated and and so that's my earliest memory of meeting you. See, and <laughs> not that you're nothing more than that really. And then once I got to know you, I was like, oh. This guy's awesome, and that other stuff was just, you know, stupid bike shop stuff. Yeah. So that that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think a bike shop is uh, it's a fantastic it's a fantastic place. Um, but I can totally understand that because people who are into bikes are like really into bikes, and you know, going into the bike shop and really kind of wanting your baby to come out working perfectly. Totally. So, so there's some, so there's that pressure. It's not just an industry where you can, you know, just, just make something work. Well, like, it's a part of your life. Like yeah. you're riding with your kids to work or whatever. Like you're a, you're a, it's a, your bike is you. So yeah. I get it. I get it. And again, I, it just came out wrong in the beginning. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't feel like sorry. it came out wrong at all. <laughs> I think it was fine. Anyway, so yeah, going back to the the tour, I, mm-hmm. another memory. Shortly after meeting you the first time in the shop, you came in, and you had been gone for a while. Or maybe you announced like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be gone for a while," mm-hmm. and then you went on this epic trip. 
Yeah. So it was a dream of ours, and and that's kind of why uh, the Dane. Shout out and, to the Dane. Yes, who I love so much. <laughs> my little Dane. That's uh, why we didn't kind of why we didn't have like an official wedding for a really long time. We lived together. Um, I guess eight years before before we you know officially like uh, well officially um, I'll, I'll share this since it's just between you and I. <laughs> um, we we, <laughs> we actually got married quite a bit before 2005 is is when we went to Denmark and got married. Um, but before that, we needed to get some paperwork. Figured out, you know, because she's a Danish citizen, and, and we needed to get a green card and residency stuff. And the easiest way to tackle that was getting married. And uh, so it was actually 16th of September. We remember that date a bit huh. easier than our uh, than our official, well, <laughs> other ceremony, you could say. Um, yeah, we went down to the court here, and it was kind of funny. It was just her and I, and. You are just, you're the first of, you know, maybe just a, a very few people who kind of know this story. <laughs> and um, yeah, we went and got, we went and got married in the court in, in El Paso. And, and the judge was so funny who married us because during the middle of marrying us, he's like, oh, you're from Denmark. Let me call my Danish friends and I'm going to tell them I'm marrying a Danish girl right now. Oh <laughs> the God. judge, you know, he's on his... Little pew up there, or I don't know if it's a pew. Oh, it's not man, a pew, I'll but pass. it is judge's table. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, and then we went and had a had a. We took the day off of school and went and had a little celebration. That's cool. Um, so so, anyways, yeah. So so it was it was a dream. We met traveling, uh, Dan and I, and um, we met in Bolivia. So 1997, and. She kind of came here to the U.S. And that was, so we met in Thanksgiving of 97, around that time. And um, she came here in January of 98 after a one-month um, inundation with love letters to her. <laughs> and this was pre, I, I know it wasn't pre, but I wasn't on email or you know, there was none of that in my life back then. So I was writing letters and calling her that constantly. And her mom, she wasn't even home for a few weeks, and I knew that. But I just kept calling, hoping maybe she got home early from her little <laughs> travels in South America. Oh, man. I'm kind of going off on a tangent okay. here. But but this is, yeah, this kind of leads up to that story. And so so we were, you know, like I said, she she got on a plane in... January, where do you, where is it that you live? Texas, get a plane flight to Texas. And, um, so she made it back home and then she went, she went back to Denmark, got all your letters, got all my letters. Uh, she went back for Christmas. <laughs> Must've been some letters, man. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, just bugging her mom. She's not home yet. No, <laughs> no, she's coming home on Christmas Eve. Like I told you yesterday when we called. <laughs> okay, I'll call again tomorrow. Maybe she's coming home early. Oh, and uh, so, so she said, so I told her, well, I live in Texas. Get a plane flight to Texas and, and we'll go do something fun. And um, so sure enough, she calls me. She's like, well, okay, I got a, I got a flight to Texas. Great. Where do you fly into? Houston. And I'm in El Paso. And I was like, perfect. 
I'll be there. <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> so Richie, it oh, literally was the best drive of my life. <sighs> I got in my car. I was a lot younger. I, I remember I took my shirt off. I rolled down the windows. It was January. Uh, the end of January, and I drove to Houston. I drove to Austin, stopped in Austin, saw my buddies in Austin, and from Austin drove to pick her up at the airport in Houston. Beautiful. And it was it was great. Uh, and yeah, on the drive, I'm like, oh, we'll be home in a few days. Don't worry. You know, she's like, hold on, you don't live around here? Well, yeah, I mean, I live in Texas. It's just Texas is kind of, you know, 60 times the size of Denmark or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so I live on the other side of Texas. <laughs> so um, Texas is too dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Denmark, oh. you can fly anywhere in Denmark, and it's basically like, okay, I'll be there in an hour and a half and pick you up. That's so I awesome. think she kind of had that in her mind. So that was her first introduction to Texas is kind of large. Oh, Dane. You're yeah. Awesome. So that's, that's a fun story. So, so yeah, we, I think, I think pretty quick, we knew we were going to get married and we, um, like I said, we, we met traveling and, and we thought, uh, we wanted to go travel for our honeymoon. And, um, we, we did a, we did a, we saved up, you know, pre-kids, of course, it was a little bit easier saving up money back then and um, had this dream. And, and she's been just an amazing companion to uh, dream with and, and a good companion to, to, to really work on fulfilling those dreams. And, and that's, that's been really special for, for us. And you know, as you know, finding finding somebody who can who can dream and live with you is is that's about it, man. The rest is kind of I'm lucky to know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So so we went to Denmark in not in 2005. Yeah, got married, and 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 then went on yeah almost a year traveling. Yeah, we went you know through Africa and. Asia and South, a lot of time in Southeast Asia, and then yeah, it, it was it was magic. I mean, just sharing this time with this person that you just married, and you know who I'd been in love with for for a long time, but you know having that celebration of of uh, of our marriage, I guess, and that time together was was an incredible time in our life. Hearing yeah. about that trip. When I was back at the shop, again, it it blew me away. Like it, like a good book. Like it, it was a good little taste of like. Oh, I was like, what? Wait, what? Like, tell me more. Tell me stories. Tell like I wanna. I just wanted to. I, I looked up to you after that. Like I wanted to do stuff like that, but I just didn't know how. I didn't. Uh, ever have that in my life um, you know I don't come from a family of, like travelers or do you by the way come, like uh, I know you have siblings right yeah but I, um, I, I, I would know. say I mean nothing like nothing like what we've done my, my my time in the Peace Corps in Honduras is really I think what turned me on to you were in the Peace Corps aspect. I didn't know that that's cool. No, no kidding. I didn't know. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's why. Or I was, maybe I did and I forgot. Yeah, which is also probably more uh, what happened. That's probably what happened. <laughs> My brain. Sucks, yeah. So so that's why I was in Latin America, and and that's also you know the big the catalyst for us going back to Central America. I was in Honduras. Wait. So when you were backing up, like if this is okay to talk about. Um, about you and Dane meeting when you were in Bolivia, mm-hmm. were you in the Peace Corps? So I Is just I just on? got out of Peace Corps. So I was in the Peace Corps ninety five to ninety seven in Honduras. Right on. Uh, and you know, a buddy of mine who lived a few towns away. I, it pretty commonly, at least within my group, I'm not sure about other Peace Corps volunteers, but you know, you get a stipend when you're finished with your service, and most people get that stipend and go. Go travel. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what we were doing. So a buddy of mine, um, we went in, yeah, so we got out in the summer of 97 and then went and spent the rest of that year down in South America because we were in Central America. And, you know, by now we spoke pretty fluent Spanish and knew most of the culture, although, you know, each country naturally has, you know, their own cultures and, you know, their own distinctions. But but yeah, so that was kind of comfortable for us. Right Again, on. we were super young and didn't have a care or a worry in the world. So you just ran into the Dane on your on your post, uh, yeah, Peace Corps trip. Yeah, I don't right mean on. I don't mean to. I didn't know this was going to be a love story, but but this uh, is, I'm so happy it turned into this. I I'll, am I'll, a sucker for love stories. Okay, I'm gonna romantic I'm gonna, comedy. I cry at everything now, dude. I, since having oh. kids, I'm such a softy. Oh my gosh, isn't it? Every Disney movie. Yeah, I, I mean. It's ridiculous. I'm not exaggerating. Okay, good. I, I'm glad I'm not <laughs> the only one. I'm glad. I, yeah, I. Uh, it, what is that? Is is it kids that, know, that, that create that? I, um, I have no idea. But I, I think I've always been a little bit like that. But man, nowadays I'm just like talking to myself. Like you really aren't going to shed tears right now, are you, Brent? Like seriously. Um, I don't know. It's comfortable and it's nice <laughs> yeah. sometimes. I laugh at it now. We yeah. Dilly and I were watching uh, the Little Rascals with the kids. We have family movie night every Friday. Oh, um, same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we were watching the the Little Rascals, and at the end of it, you know, they have like a soapbox. What is it called? Like a right card the race, yeah. the race cars, and uh-huh. the kid. You know, spoiler alert: anybody out there who hasn't watched <laughs> Little Rascals, sorry. No, but they they win or whatever, and the and they're like, oh man, trophy, and I just oh come on, crying. oh man, that's brilliant. Not like bawling, but I I was like, yeah, there's some tears in my eyes welling up. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's is great, I love on? it. Oh my gosh, that is. It's great. like the happy stuff. It was like a happy cry. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's anyway. I'm so sensitive. Always have been. Just now, it's like ridiculous. Yeah, I I think that's exactly how I feel. I always have been quite sensitive but it is um it's it's oversensitive this is right definitely now. the gushiest episode so <laughs> <laughs> okay let's add to let's add to the gush yeah okay so my Kids, my man. friend anyway. and I, I i actually yeah i'm i'm glad we're going to i'm glad you serendipitously uh, brought this up um because i would like it somewhat documented this is going to be documented in history here <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the ping pong pizza party. You yeah. can cite me <laughs> or us. Oh, go ahead. So um, we're on this lake in the middle of Lake Titicaca. I love telling the story to my students. Because, I mean, Lake Titicaca is, from there on, they're paying attention. They don't pay it's attention. It's the best to word ever. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's an island in the middle of Lake Titicaca, uh, which is in Bolivia. Most of it's in Bolivia. Peru shares a piece of the lake. And um, there's, at, you know, in 1997, there's one hotel. And in that hotel hostel, there's... One big long table where everyone, all the travelers, eat, have, cool. have, have food. And so my buddy Scott and I uh, were, were eating. And, uh, in, you know, there's a bunch of other travelers there. And this beautiful girl kind of walks in and sits down. And um, somehow we end up getting to talking. And we figure out that in she was by herself there. She was she was nineteen or twenty, I think. At this How old time. were you? So in ninety seven, I was twenty five. Right? Yeah. So I'm twenty five at this time. So she she was twenty, I guess. Yeah, she was twenty. And um, yeah, so twenty year old, you know, Europeans. It wasn't that uncommon for them to go do something like this, kind of before college, and. We figured out that in two weeks' time, we were both going to be at the same spot in our travels. And she was by herself, and she was kind of looking to go down to southern Chile, to Patagonia. She didn't have anyone to go with, and that was kind of our route. So, again, you know, pre-internet and email and all that. So, we jotted down the name of the hotel we were going to stay at in La Paz, Bolivia, uh, in, in two weeks' time before we headed back south. We were going to Machu Picchu, and she was going down to the Amazon. So we were kind of going different directions, but both coming to the same point in a week or two's time. And so we gave her the name of the hotel that we were going to stay at and, um, you know, had nice conversation and went back, and that was kind of the end of it. My buddy and I were, like, dreaming after being in Honduras and, you know, Hondurans are beautiful people, but we were definitely like excited about this Dane going along with us to Patagonia. I mean, you know, there was some arm wrestling to see who, you know, figure out like how this was going to work out. We were placing bets. And, you know, oh you can imagine, God, right? That's so funny. And so a week or you know, we go up to Machu Picchu and we come back and you know we're going to go to this hotel room not expecting anything to happen but just in case she happens to show up and uh stay the night there nothing happens the next day I don't know we're kind of messing around and we're getting ready to leave because you know that you have to take a train to go to the border of Chile and then from Chile we were going to go all the way down the the coast of Chile through Salar de Uyuni out in, in, in far southwest Bolivia. Um, and we're getting ready to leave because our train ride is, is leaving soon. And the hotel gets this phone call. And it's the Dane. And she's like, I'm running late. I don't even remember what happened, but she's running late. She's not going to make this train, but she'll get on the next train. And we're like, oh, 
okay, cool. So, you know, we're going to be at this next town where the train stops and we'll, we'll wait for you there. Again, kind of not expecting things to really come to, you know, fruition here. So we get, you know, we go to this next town and um, hanging out. And sure enough, right as we're getting ready to go to the next spot, I, I guess we, we stayed there for, for um, that day. And she shows up on this train. And so we did this tour through Salad de Uyuni, which is this, you know, at 12,000 feet or so, this big flat salt. Salar, right? The salt plains up in the highlands, the altiplano of Bolivia. And um, so she shows up and, and you know, so we, we do this together, go on our little trip together and, and uh, travel together for about a week or so going down through, through, um, the, through Chile. And we're in Torres del Paine, which is almost the very south of Chile, and backpacking through these just amazing mountains down, you know, as you can imagine, the Andes, uh, yeah. Patagonia. It's, it was fantastic. Interestingly, my dad meets us. This is Thanksgiving. My dad flies into Santiago, and he's traveling with us, and and. Conveniently, right as my dad gets there, the Dane and I figure out that we that we you know I won the bet, I won the arm wrestling with my buddy Scott, <laughs> okay. as, as as you can figure out by now. Um, Sorry, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> and and so yeah, so we 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 kind of realize that that we like each other, and 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 but we only have like two days left because she's you know. Again, she's got to get back to Denmark and she's going up through Brazil and I'm going back up through Chile or going back up to La Paz, I think. This was right before Christmas when we're kind of heading back home. And so we say our goodbyes. I have, I, I'll never forget that picture of her beautiful face with this big smile. And I'm just, again, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm ever going to see this girl again. So that's when I like, you know, I kind of already told the ending of this story wrote her letters and sent her little things from the witch market in Bolivia, little <laughs> love potions and you know, had to make sure uh, that this yeah. one didn't get away. And um, she didn't get away. She didn't get away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. That's so that was so good. A, it was a fun, that was a, that's always a fun story for me to remember. Yeah. Oh, it, thanks it, for it, sharing. It man. really feels like that was, you know, I, I don't know if, what kind of belief I've got, but that one worked out <laughs> I'm surprised well. Surprised I'm not crying right now. What the hell? Am I broken? What's going on? Am I dehydrated? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So you, that's you, that's you started, our little love story. You started your your epic love story on pure adventure, and now, yeah, two kids later and. And lots of adventure. Lots right? of adventure kids, in kids between. Are, kids are oh, adventure. They're the ultimate adventure. They are the best. Oh man! And now you're going to adventure so with the kids in Costa Rica. This, yeah, dude, I look up to you so much, man. As a as a father, as a person, as a husband, as everything that I know about you, I I feel comfortable around you. Like I've told stuff to you that I wouldn't haven't told many people. I'm not about to share on this podcast, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, man, like it, well, y- well, knowing 
that you're thank you man not no thank you dude and knowing that you're going on this next chapter with your kids and you're you're taking life by the horns still and doing whatever you got to do can't be easier than before kids that's for damn sure Unless there's some secret you're not telling me. <laughs> it's oh, it's I inspiring, wish was, yeah. man. It's inspiring. You want something, you make it happen. And you've always been that way. Ever since you wanted that lockout to work on your bike, you've you made it happen. <laughs> that it's it's uh yeah, man. It's a cool way to be. Um so I'm excited for you and Dane and the boys. It's uh that's fucking awesome, dude. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, you're we're, a brave we're, guy. <laughs> well, I mean, I think as as you know, it's it's just making that decision. You know, I mean, you've done these incredible things with your kids as well, and it's it's just instigating that because I think going through the process, it's all the anticipation of you know the mind plays these tricks of how difficult. It's going to be, but I think as you go through it, it you know, because because when we're we're looking forward, we're clumping everything together into a moment, mm-hmm. and that's not how you know that's not how time and life really works out. These things come to you at a at a reasonable pace, and so at a manageable pace, and and I think the more you do it, just kind of the more you realize, like you know, when it is not all just. Perfect, as we know. I mean, it's plenty challenging, but 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 life is pretty amazing. It tends not to throw more than you can handle at you. So I think you know. Again, like as as we as we go through this adventure with our with our children, you know, we we realize like, wow. I mean, it's 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 not only doable. It's it's pretty darn easy. I mean, it's pretty much just like living. Right, just sounds like it's a mind, like it's the way. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like the way you handle stressful situations, or just like your mindset, you know, like it. How how do you? I I see. I feel a lot of strength in you in that sense, man. Like I know being a dad, and and especially in the beginning, like there were some really hard times, and uh, and. There still are, but um, yeah, like for example, like camping with the kids in the beginning, it was it was tough. We had to figure it out, but mm-hmm. we were camping, and I had to remind myself, like, dude, you're fucking, you're doing this though. You're mm-hmm. here, like, you know, and, and just kind of make it happen. I, uh, yeah, man, like, so I won. Like, I imagine going to Costa Rica with a couple of kids and just uprooting and going over there to live, like. I, it's just so wild to me, but in the same time, like you, you doing that and me knowing you, it makes me feel like, well, fuck, I can, like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like I can do, cause you're, you're a person, you know? Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, so I'm trying to say is like, I'm not trying to, to, like it doesn't take some sort of superhuman strength or anything. It's like, you want something you figure it out and you go do it. Right. That's cool, man. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And, you know, kind of going back to the, the difficulties, um, the challenges, 
of, of, of raising kids, you know, I, I feel like you're going to have those challenges whether you stay home yeah. or whether you go camping. Right. So may as well go camping. <laughs> or do what you love, right? Or, or, or yeah, yeah, right. Do, you know. Explore, adventure, whatever. Whatever, yeah. whatever that is. I, you know, like right now, these downtimes, you know, when the kids are off of school, that's, that can be extremely challenging. And, and you know, that, I think you, you manage that pretty, pretty amazingly, you oh, know. Thanks, so, man. I'm my own worst critic for sure. And I feel like sometimes, uh, I don't know like what to think. I just kind of go through the motions, honestly, but that's more and more now I'm, I'm allowing myself or figuring out a way to enjoy and be happy and, and not be so stressed out <laughs> all the time. Like with, with parenting, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Being a parent's really hard, but it's really beautiful and awesome. A friend once asked me, he's like yeah, on the fence about, uh, I don't know, becoming a dad or something. And I was like, well, how is it really, man? Give it to me straight. And I was like, it's honestly the most terrible <laughs> and the most wonderful thing uh-huh. in the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, for me anyway, it, it was, uh, and I was just being honest, but it's just, it's everything, man. It's everything. You see yourself, you see what you can be, you learn, you teach, you, yeah. Parenting's, whew, it's life. Mm. It's everything, and uh, and it's what you make it. Yeah, you know, uh, it's I love it. I really do love it. And I and again, I I imagine you know those good parents and people that I that motivate me, inspire me, like teach me that, that I'm like, okay, I want to be more like that. And dude, you you're up there, man. You really are. So thank you for setting a good example. <laughs> at least. For my dumbass. Wow. <laughs> no, it's 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 awesome, dude. It's awesome watch, watching you guys. And then we've known the boys since they yeah. were born, so it's really cool to see them grow. And um, yeah, they're huge, man. We just saw them recently. I'm like, holy crap, you guys. Yeah, that's 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 a tough part of of us, you know, leaving El Paso is is you know this network and just dear people in our life. Um, I'm passing. I ain't going anywhere, though, right? Yeah, I, and and again, I've got to remind myself. Not like we're going for for a long time. Like I said, I'm just really leaving that door open, and so f- for some reason, I think that open door is what's kind of making it just interesting. Yeah, for me right now. Yeah, but you know, that's that's a choice that for some reason we have made, and I question it. Often, you so know. Do you have a so why Costa Rica? Uh, do you have family there, friends, or, or no one? Is that why, or what, what's well? What, what took I, you to Costa Rica? Or I, I think Costa the connection to, to Honduras, um, and, and the connection is Central America. I, I wanted to kind of share that experience with my children because that time was so special for me in my life. The people, and again, I'm, you know, I'm talking about Honduras, but but unfortunately. Honduras is is just a hot mess right now, yeah. uh, and and I still keep in touch with a handful of Hondurans that I you know dear friends of mine down there, and and um, it, it's just not where it's it's not the environment that that I want to share with my kids right now, unfortunately. And so we 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 started looking at 
Waldorf type schools. They're outdoor, no technology. I'm not sure how familiar. I mean, you could almost think of like Montessori style. And, and so there's a handful of Waldorf schools through Latin America. And this one in Costa Rica kind of met, you know, checked the most boxes for us. And, and that's really, it, it was, I want to go somewhere in Latin America. Um, and I want my kids to go to not just like a traditional type school. And, and so that's, that's, that's really why Costa Rica and safety, you know, it has to be somewhere really safe. And I love Mexico. I, I didn't want it to be Mexico. Um, just cause Mexico just seems like it'd be too close to home. Yeah. I wanted to go somewhere, you know, a little, not maybe somewhere that wouldn't be so easy to visit in, in the future for us. How's in the climate, go with the climate. Yeah, so the the town where we're going to be living is up in the. <laughs> well, it's so different than the desert, man. <laughs> Why well, talking shit? Like I just like it's pretty different. That's weird. That's yeah. why because you know, like I'm a desert rat, or is that why you asked that? I just ask. Just because yeah. I'm curious. Honestly, oh, okay. there's nothing behind that question behind. I'm just curious. Oh, okay, yeah, because I mean, I am a I am a desert boy. You know, I'm I'm not born here, but my my great my great grandparents are from El Paso, and so you know I've got roots pretty deep here in El Paso, and and I, I love the desert. Um, so the the climate should be really nice. It's in the cloud forest, so it's in a coffee growing region of of Costa Rica, which means you know somewhat high in the mountains, pretty temperate year round. You know. 70 to 90 degrees pretty much year round. And, and even I, I'm not, I'm not positive on how cold it gets, but I know some of the houses that we were looking at, like had fireplaces, which would be, you know, unheard of anywhere I lived in Honduras. I mean, obviously there's more development in, in Costa Rica than Honduras. So maybe that's why, but I mean, that tells me like it's, yeah. I mean, I think the, the climate should be really comfortable. It's, it can be, you know, wet naturally. It's a cloud forest. It rains a lot, but there's a wet, there's a rainy season, then there's a dry season, and and it's not like during the rainy season it just like rains the whole time. You know, it's just <laughs> I, I I imagine uh, uh, Jurassic Park, the first movie, uh-huh. and there's like a Costa Rica scene in there. Like that's all I know about Costa Rica, and I'm assuming that that was even Costa Rica in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to go. Maybe that'll be our next Friday. Friday movie oh, night. Oh yeah! Is Jurassic Park? I gotta look it up if it's kid appropriate. Ten year old, uh, eight year old. There's blood and there's stuff. I don't know. It's you know Samuel L. Jackson. Hold on to your butt. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big I'm I'm not a big stickler for for foul language. I think we we we've, we've even talked about that before. Like at some point during maybe during the pandemic my kids just learned like dad says fucking shit sometimes <laughs> that's just <laughs> the pandemic will bring it out of you <laughs> we figured Fudging. that out <laughs> Fudging. dang it <laughs> oh man that's dope did you visit costa rica to scout it out beforehand 25 years ago oh, 24 shit. years ago we did i did oh my god yeah so I have I haven't I haven't been back since I lived down in Honduras. So you haven't been. You don't know anyone there. Uh, you just no. you guys are just going. That's we amazing. are kind of just going. Yeah. 
Well, you know, we have a school that we're going to, and I think that's, I'm hoping, I guess, I'm optimistic that that's going to give us kind of like a home base, you know, kind of like a support group. Yeah. And whatever that means, but yeah, somewhere, somewhere and somehow to kind of get, not, not feel so alone there. Man, when are you taking off? So we leave September 1. What's the... Oh, yeah, so we got, got we got we got almost. Oh yeah. no, is that next Tuesday? No, it's a while. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at my watch, like it's gonna do something for me. Like next. <laughs> it's like my folks. Like what's today? Saturday? Dad, I'll know it's Saturday or Sunday for you every oh, day. Man. Yeah, every day is Saturday. <laughs> I work Saturdays, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> okay, so every it's Sunday then. <laughs> it's I don't even know anymore. I'm a stay-at-home dad now, dude. You know, or been yeah. for a while now. Yeah, that's well. So kudos to you for doing that. Truly, that is. Oh, thank you. That is really. I think that's so fantastic. We, you know, we, we're both working parents, and I've always been envious of. It, it's a choice that we make, right? And that's fantastic that you all made that that choice mm-hmm. to like. This is what's most important totally. in our life. We. Uh, Everyone, you know, does, you do the best with what you've got, mm-hmm. you know, and um, this is what we're doing and it feels right and it feels good. Um, yeah. It's, I feel like a lucky, fortunate, I'm, I'm grateful, holding on to gratitude, holding on to my gratitude, no doubt. I have uh, an amazing wife, family, a couple of you know, biased, but a couple of kids that are just incredible little human beings. They're, yeah, they're so they're so mm. good. They're so good. I mm. love them. <laughs> yeah, any kid who's uh, running around their house naked for most of the day uh, that I, that speaks volumes. I mean, and I and I mean that honestly. I think that is just fantastic. I, I, I I'm trying to teach them. I'm trying to do right by them, man. You know, in the beginning, I, admittedly, it was. Uh, I wasn't ready to be a dad. Um, I didn't. I didn't know. You know, like how could you? I guess. But I hear about people saying, like, "Oh, I just always knew." Like Lily, for example, she she knew she wanted kids, of course. Uh, but I maybe you can make the argument for like female versus male or whatever, mom, dad, whatever. I know. I know guys that knew that they just wanted how many kids they wanted, you know, like uh, by what age, like uh, it was, it's, uh, yeah, it's, that wasn't me. Yeah. I was a very, uh, still am a very scatterbrained, not prepared, you know, like it's it's a beautiful way to be, but it also bites me in the ass a lot. And it it bit (laughs) me in the ass the hardest or one of the hardest in my life when I became a father, I just kind of, I was like, well, screwed. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, have kids. Uh huh. And uh, it up and yeah, it's so the it's it's taken a lot for me to be like, okay, man, like this is this is not just something you wing, dude. Like you can you got to really be mindful of what you say and what you do, and and because uh, it it molds them. Yeah, you know these are really important years, and so yeah, I I right now. Uh, I feel like I uh, I know with every fiber in my body that I'm I'm meant to be their father and I'm meant to 
This is what I'm meant to do. This is where I'm, this, I'm in the perfect place right now and always. And so yeah. knowing that, so it's game on, man. Yeah. We have fun and I teach them stuff and they teach me stuff. And, you know, well, we come to a speed bump or a lesson in life and we figure it out and we go on and uh, I'm, in, I'm enjoying life now truthfully more than I ever have ever uh-huh. um, mm. I've had some good ones pre-kids pre- that feels like a, a different life and this is just a like a different life ago huh? yeah dude uh, being sure. a dad's uh, something else so anyway I, I know yeah. that was like uh, going off but but um, well, yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah I, and, and I, I think that's something as parents that we all just kind of are, are, are dealing with of of how do we do this to the best? And we all have, we're all our, our own worst critic and thinking about all the things that we could have or should have done. But I, you know, I think we got to remember that's, that's good to feel that way because that means you're being reflective and, and, yeah. and, and trying to be better. And I mean, you know, we're, we're humans and um, we're, we're just, we're always going to be making mistakes along the way. That's how you learn. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh man, yeah. Our our kids need to. My my child needs to really remember that. Like mistakes are good. It's okay. Yeah, my daughter. I've got that a way perfectionist too. in my in my household, and I'm like, dude, it's okay. Don't worry. It's all right. Like, don't crumble that up and throw it because you drew outside the lines. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But you know, on on, I I, I I'm not positive how household I was on being a dad but you know one experience I do remember is you know we we obviously I mean you're extremely excited when when you're through pregnancy and um but yeah there were some questions of is this really what we want to do because as you you know we had this great non-child life uh, and that freedom you know was was great but man I, I will never forget that child being born, coming out of my wife, and like you as a human, instantly as a as a, as a as a male, as a father, are a different person. Like within seconds. I mean, for me, I just felt like okay, ten seconds ago I was this Brent, and now this human being just came out of this woman that I love to death. And now I'm this person because this is all that matters to me right now. And I almost felt like there wasn't anything I could do about those feelings. I don't know if you had, you know, in, in an experience like that with, with childbirth, you were there. We had for, a midwife. Yeah, yeah. For both kids, they were both born at home. So, so Lily is my second child's uh, midwife, <laughs> right? She, uh, she got us through that process. That was a, that was a crazy adventure. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they call it an adventure. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think females, moms, um, they don't call it an adventure. Yeah. The way, the way I, I remember with my first child, um, pre Lily, um, asking the midwife, like, uh, I want to make sure and catch the kid. Like, for those of you who haven't had a child yet, you don't need a catcher's mitt. 
when the child comes out. <laughs> just just a little FYI there. <laughs> I mean, I had this vision of like, here we go, give him to me, baby. <laughs> um, man, it was it was like a little war room in there. Kids did not come out of the Dane. My children, my boys, did not come out that quickly and easily. I hope the Dane doesn't mind all this talk. About <laughs> oh, love you, Dane. <laughs> yeah, I love you, girl. I think I, she should be okay. We haven't touched on that, you know, untouchable subjects yet. <laughs> I don't think we're getting there. This is juicy stuff. Comes at hour two. No, yeah. Oh man, yeah, man, yeah. It's uh, whew. childbirth is crazy. Yeah. Women, cheers to all the moms out there. Oh my gosh. How, yeah. They're, they're, you all are I'm, incredible. I don't even know what to say. Just, yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. They, uh, seeing Lily, um, my wonderful wife, give birth, being there for the whole process and, and her giving birth to our two kids was, um, the most in, amazing thing I have ever seen or witnessed it mm. it's i don't even know mm. how to describe it man. it's beautiful she's the strongest person i know yeah and yeah i love you lily <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah for for being such an awesome mom and wife and person dude it uh it was nuts though, catching, or, let's just say I was catching, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, the little baby coming out and oh, you just got me thinking about the kid's birth. I won't go too crazy into it, but it was, uh, it was wild. <laughs> it was so wild. Oh my gosh. I think though, yeah. uh, someone put it best for me to, or the way I identify with this is like um, a friend of mine who's a, He's older than me. He's got some kids. He said, it doesn't, it didn't change me. He said it, it changed his perspective on things. Hmm. And I, I feel the same way. You just see things in a different way. You see, you think about like the outcomes or like situations differently. When it's, when it was just, not speaking for anybody else, I guess, you know, when it was me just kind of floating through life and then met Lily. And like you said, we had this pre-kid adventure, which was amazing and shared this life together. It was, it's awesome. And then the kids are in the mix, this other life that you're responsible for, you know, it was, um, totally, man. I saw things differently for yeah. me personally. I, I became like a super worried person. Like uh -huh. everything was like dangerous. Like, don't put the, like, to a fault it was crazy but uh, it is you know that was just me um i've chilled out quite a bit zimmy number two he's mm -hmm. like you know <laughs> not as uh not as uh you know he'd fall and bump his head I'm like yeah you know, it'll buff out like whatever <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah do you really notice uh, a difference between a girl and a boy Yeah, not in the beginning. Not and maybe beginning. not. I, 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 you know, I have two boys, so I'm now it's uh, now it's fun because, like, obviously we relate on like another level. He's like, you know, teaching them, 
mm-hmm. how to pee on things or <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah you know things that i did when i was a kid uh-huh. and i'm just like okay now i get to share this with yeah. you and like this is fun and so that i didn't have with my daughter because i'm not a you know I'm, I'm not a girl and she's not a boy but uh but really like in the beginning it was I don't know. I felt it was a lot of the same. They looked a lot to see. They wore the same clothing. Like we never pushed pink or blue or this or right. that on them. They, but now like, she's a, she's a freaking like she loves princess dresses. Just that was on her. And yeah. he, this dude, we have a freaking photo album that's building up of him with photos of sticks. Like every time we're out in nature, he'll just find this badass stick and pretend it's a sword. And she didn't do any of that. Yeah. Um, we didn't push that on, on them. Isn't that funny? Boys, they can, anything turns into a weapon. <laughs> like my kids had never seen a gun before. We're not gun people. Same. And yeah. I mean, they're running around shooting each other in the backyard when they're like two. I'm like, what, how did that happen? Uh, and it used to bother me, you know, cause I'm really not a gun person at all. But um, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sick funny. sword fighting. <laughs> mm, you know, um, whatever. Like I'm cool with it. We, I, I was the oldest of five. I had four younger. I have three younger brothers and, and a baby sister. Um, they're none of them are babies now. They're just we're all older, and most mm-hmm. of us have kids. And I remember just like going to town. He's like, we would beat the crap out of each other and, and it was always cool, whatever. For whatever reason, my sister came along and and maybe it's because of age or whatever, but we, we, I don't know, we didn't like rough her up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember why, honestly, but we just never did. Um, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Yeah. You just, <laughs> it is what it is. It's fun. Yeah. Now they're totally different though. He's such a dude and, and the air quotes and she's such a girl, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, air quotes, but, but they're like, they're little wild animals in the same time. And I just, I love it. Little naked yeah. monkeys. <laughs> I love yes. that. I loved I, walking in and seeing those so, little behinds uh, run away. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh no, come here. Yeah. Fair warning. If anyone comes over to, to, for, you know, for a podcast or for this or that, bike repair, you're probably going to see some naked kids. I hope you're okay with that. Yay. Uh, maybe we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no editing. That was kind of, that was kind of the, the rule I remember. <laughs> oh yeah well you know about like this increase in concern that we have with kids how what you worry about changes when you have kids we were about two years ago uh, a group of four of us four four dads were driving out to phoenix this was pre-pandemic, obviously. We were going to see music. I don't remember. We, we went out there and saw The Dead once and, and Dave Matthews. It was one of those two, Dead and Company uh, concerts. And it, it was funny, about halfway there, we talked about, somebody brought up like, hey, I need for you to drive Make sure you're driving good. We kind of said it sarcastically, but whoever was driving, make sure you're driving well because I need to make sure and get back to my kids. And all of us at the same time said, oh my God, dude, you're not the only one. I'm not the only one who's thinking that. 
Like you also were thinking about that. And we all kind of had this conversation because it, it was something that was in my mind before this trip, like, please just make sure we get there to see. And, you know, we were stoked on going to see live music and, and, you know, having this time together. Um, but it was in the back of my head, you know, many days, if not weeks before, like, I need to make sure I get there and get back because I've got a wife and two little boys that I, that I need to raise yeah, and man. take care of. So the way you handle those situations or, or not handle them, but the perspective, like pre-kids, would you ever have had that thought? I mean, never, right? I mean, like, and now, you know, it, it gives you some reflection on, 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 on why moms and dads, you know, are, are, are worried about us as, as kids. And, 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 you know, I guess they went through those same, same concerns too. I mean, I remember my dad, you know, flying for business and I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if he ever thought like, please plane, make sure I get home because I need to, <laughs> I, I got, I got, you know, two boys and a little girl I got to get home and take care of. But yeah, so that, that, as you were talking about that, how, how it just changes your perspective being a dad. Totally, dude. I was remembering that. Like, yeah, whenever I'm away from my kids, I'm like, okay, I gotta, gotta make sure I, I drive safe, get there. Cause I gotta, I got a job to do. And it's, you know, it's a big job. Yeah. For us, it is at least. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the biggest job. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I feel you on that one. No yeah. Doubt. And it was just so funny. <laughs> Cause we all kind of looked around at each other. We're like, oh my God, that's exactly what I've been Thinking about the last week. When no one else said it? No one else said it, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be not uncool uh-huh. like, and be the only worry. Yeah, and then like, all of a sudden we were going like the speed limit and two hands on the steering wheel. Now we all knew like, okay, safety is most important here. <laughs> Dude, we just went on this, I just went on this bros trip. Uh, you know, yeah, pandemics, fucking ugh. Mm-hmm. Ready to break out, go hang out with some dudes. So Lily... Uh, we made it happen. I I flew out to Austin. We uh, we rented an Airbnb, with a few friends, and just laughed and and rode bikes and hung out and just enjoyed each other's company. And yeah, you know, there was we went out to bars and whatnot. But it was like for me, yeah, I was I was um, like, well, I, I need my sleep. You know, I, knew, I was, I was dad Richie, dude. It was, it was this ongoing joke, like, like, you know, yeah. And, but they were cool about it. And like in the beginning, like the beginning of the trip or going into the trip, I, I laid it out there. Maybe it wasn't necessary or whatever, but I, I did. And I said, Hey, you know, just, <laughs> this is where I'm at in life. Dude. Yeah, sure. You this know? is who and, I am. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and yeah, it was kind of like you said, you know, Hey, uh, I just need to make it home. And, uh-huh. and, you know, I just wanted, I, which I was going to have fun and I had a great time and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing those dudes again. I think we're going to do it again next year. I'm really oh, looking cool. forward to it. Yeah. Maybe an annual thing, but, uh, it was definitely something that I thought about whenever we were doing something that's not all the time. Like I wasn't afraid of every little pebble or corner like danger you can't live your life like that man and, and enjoy life there's no way but it was uh <laughs> i mean we were definitely like 
doing some stupid shit on the electric scooters. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, super Maybe fun. I shouldn't like <laughs> break myself. <laughs> Not even just like, I don't want to die or whatever. It's like, well, you know, if I mess myself up, like I have, <laughs> I have kids that I need to take care of. Yeah. You know, and you I have, play with them. Yeah. Butts to wipe. In uh-huh. and stuff like that. I need my hands, <laughs> I need my wiping hand. But anyway, yeah, dude, I totally feel you. But that was, um, that was fun. That's cool that you get, that you went out and you go out and like, go on these trips and disconnect and it's yeah. needed as a parent too, yeah. to get your time in. Yeah. It, it, and it's always, it's always fantastic, but it is also like, okay, now it's time to go home, you know? And that's so, sweet too, isn't and it? And so that, that's, yeah, that's also really nice. Like, oh man. I'm going so, to go home and, out. And, and see, see the crew. Yes, sir. Yeah. So the kids, how how they feel about the whole move? They're not excited. <laughs> They're not excited <laughs> at all. I no. thought you were say they were stoked. Oh, <laughs> good gosh, no! I mean, if they could stay <laughs> home, they would. They just just on our way home today from you know we were packing up the classroom <laughs> that today. Funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I mean we were like Dane and I were talking about it. So, um, are, are you, you know, are you guys excited? Nope. Don't want, I don't need to go anywhere except El Paso and Denmark. That's it. I mean, and they were very, you know, direct with that. It wasn't, they weren't mincing any words. And, 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 you know, Dane and I look at each other and, you know, you just like, I, I hope we're making the right choice. (laughs) You know, like I said, these last few days have been, have been emotional, for us, because I think you know, moving out of my classroom and saying goodbye, goodbye to all my colleagues, um, you know, that was the first step in this process for us. And you know, that's gone from our life now. Like you know, all four of us worked and and went to sc- the same school. My you know, two boys, Dane and I, all were at the same school. So you know, that's that's not coming back. Um, wow. So, so anyways, all those emotions and and uh, so we're looking at each other. And and just yeah, I mean we know it's the right choice, but you definitely start start wondering. You said they're eight and ten. Uh huh. Yeah, we got to <laughs> do it because they're not going to be you know as malleable as they are right now. You're not going to be and, able to make them do shit like this in the future. <laughs> and and you know that clock is a ticking. <laughs> um, wow. yeah. So so fortunately, we you know we were planning on going a year ago, but it worked out. It worked out. Great, you know, not the pandemic didn't work out, but that's why we we ended up staying in El Paso another year, and and we yeah like kind of like okay I can take him at ten, but every year my older boy is getting you know a year older, and I think it'd be a little bit more difficult. Yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. you said, I mean I can't be hucking him, hucking him wherever I want for much longer. <laughs> but and with that said, they're very speaking of hucking they're very capable they're little huckers man they're capable of <laughs> of handling themselves you've got them on these crazy mountain bikes i mean they are walking in your footsteps as far as i see like they're they're little adventurers yeah but they're you know they're still babies and like true, what, true. and and which is which is what you want um you know they they want to be around their friends and their family and their grandparents and, you know, they're kind of thinking about that right now. I see like, 
you know, you're making me say bye to my friends and, and yeah, you know, I mean, obviously. For we just a, got out of this pandemic. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I know, I can finally go over to people's house. But I mean, obviously, you know, a child can't visualize what this is, what this experience is going to bring to them. Hopefully positive, you know, whereas an adult, you, you know, we, we kind of can recognize the yeah. advantages yeah. of this. And I mean, they, they can. So, I mean, I, I, they're going to be fine. Yeah, totally. They're, totally. they're going to be fine. And I mean, I think once we get down there and I'm hoping, you know, then they'll maybe not want to come back. But we'll see. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they're the beauty of a child and their imagination and their, their ability to just have fun with like anything. Or nothing, right. their imaginations oh, or whatever. Man. Isn't that great? Like they're gonna be just fine. They're still yeah. kids. Yeah. And they've got each other. If I, I imagine this like really adding another level to the brotherhood that they have. And yeah, man, that's it's gonna be cool. So maybe they're kicking and screaming now, but or maybe not, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. They haven't I, got to kicking and screaming yet, but yeah, they definitely <laughs> explicitly expressed, like, we are not as excited as you are, Dad. <laughs> they used some of those F words that you taught about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, yeah. That'll be cool. That'll they, be cool. They like the, that's what they'll say. <laughs> the the f word like okay child Adelis, oh my god dude Adelis, she was this is like a year or two ago she's like hey so uh what does fuck mean mm. you know and and we're like telling her you know if they ask us something we'll tell them the truth you know, this and that and well you know why can't I say it and this and why not and this and that so we were like look uh go ahead just say it. But if uh-huh. you know it's we may offend people, like we, we kinda laid it out there. And so we ended up on you can say it a little experiment, like you could say mm-hmm. it as long as nobody hears you. Oh, okay. <laughs> like to kind of play around with it at the house or whatever. Yeah. You know, she was curious. So she's like, Really? I said, Yeah. She's like, Hold on, stay here. <laughs> she ran away. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Moments later she comes back. Did you hear anything? No, she's just smiled. Okay, <laughs> she oh, that is the cutest. <laughs> we are cracking up, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, I've heard some things come out of their mouths. I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or or, or, or us yeah, or whatever. Oh, of course. So I mean, our children are us, and you figure that out pretty quickly. I mean, they say the funniest things, and you realize, oh, they got that, you know, from. From one of us. That's why they say those goofy things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gotta dude. be careful. So, man, uh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm Pardon. stumped. This is the first. The kids are, I'm just, I guess I'm just, I don't know. I can't, I'm going to miss you, man. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. Um, yeah. And I'm excited for you. And is there any way, how, how are you going to keep in touch? I, I'm not on Instagram anymore, but like, are you going to be posting stuff online to like keep your people back? Are you any type of correspondence? Are you letting us know what the, how it's going out there? Or are you just going to disappear for a while and then we'll see you again someday? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll see me again, Richie. Don't worry. 
I will, I'm going to come ask you to work on that dropper seat post that I'm yeah. going to bring in. The, the lockout. <laughs> or the lockout, yes. Oh, the lockout. No. This is my number. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stare at you the whole time that you're fixing it as well. Um, oh, man. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to, we'll figure something out. Well, I mean, I guess, okay, that brings me to something like the situation up there in this cloud. Uh, island or whatever. How'd cloud you just forest. Cloud uh-huh. forest. So cloud forest, you know, the difference from a rainforest is it gets most of its moisture from the clouds rolling in off of the ocean, in this case, the Pacific. And so it, they don't get like, like a rainforest would just get like heavy downpours of rain and a cloud forest, just the trees just kind of collect the moisture off of the clouds. Oh, cool. So they kind of roll up the mountain and as that air starts to cool, um, you know, it condenses obviously, and then and then just slowly drops. What's the, the name water. of this place again? It's called Monteverde. Monteverde. Yeah, Costa Rica. It's, yeah. So that's the town. It's it's somewhat known as it's it's one of the first cloud forest preserves in Central America. So it's 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 an area. There's tourists definitely going through Monteverde. So Green Mountain. So is it pretty, like, is it a remote place? I mean, in all seriousness, like, talking about the correspondence and stuff, like, what? No, we'll have, like, we'll have Wi-Fi. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's not like you're going to be living, like, in a hut or something. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, I wouldn't put it past you, man. You've been so crazy. You're crazy, too. No. We'll, no, we'll have Wi-Fi and, and uh, yeah, so we'll be able to keep in touch. Right on. Cool. And then the, the school that you were talking about, you mentioned mm-hmm. something about them not having any electronics. No elect. Oh, I, so I just got the handbook from them, and it really just like made me realize that this was the right decision for us. I haven't gone through the whole thing, but you know, I kind of was touching or, or looking at the few things that, that I was really interested in, and so uh, one of them was the 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 students can't bring any single use anything there, like no single use plastics. Everything, ha- so they were talking about like their lunch lunches. All of the lunches have to be packed in reusable containers and, you know, obviously like reusable water bottles. There's no, you know, because they kind of, they, they advertise themselves as like an environmental school. So, so that, you know, the water bottle thing at our school and the amount of trash, not only water bottles, but that the providing lunch to the kids it's just such an Im- tremendous amount of trash. It just oh, drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah, dude. It drives me crazy. So we're so wasteful. Oh, it is. It is just amazing. It, yeah, and amazing, not in a positive light. Um, it's great. We're feeding all of these kids in EPISD. So totally. that's that's fantastic. I think we've we've just got to be better at doing it sustainably, and so. Yeah, so that was kind of one of the, you know, one of the mission statements of 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 this school. I don't know, not a mission statement, but Tell me again the uh the type of school that you, that it is. You mentioned it. So earlier. I said a a Waldorf school. Waldorf. So that's kind of a it's similar to like a Montessori I'm familiar with Montessori yeah, a little so bit. Yeah, so kind of, you know, lots of hands-on, lots of time spent outside and and the lady I talked to said this year they're going to try to do as much as they can outside because the guidelines for Costa Rica, you know, their vaccinations are way behind ours here in the U.S. They still have to wear masks in, inside the classroom, but they don't have to if the class is outside. 
And so, I would, you know, for us, I was like, well, that's perfect. Um, you know, that's that's a big part of the reason we're going down there is to so my kids can have this alternative type of education. Yeah. So they'll. So yeah. So a lot of a lot of hands-on activities. They're not supposed to be on technology. Um, lots of time outside. Yeah, they they like have you know gardens that they do outside, and they work on the trails system going through the cloud forest up there. That's awesome. So it dude. sounds it sounds really exciting. I mean, that does. I uh, bet they. Who be knows stoked. what reality is going to be like? But well, I that's mean, how they're advertising this. It school. sounds like yeah. If you know. It sounds great. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, and that's <laughs> me, I, I, it sounds of amazing. course. And I kind of tried to instill that on my boys, and they're just like, "Yeah, okay." You know, again, they yeah. can't visualize that. Well, it, it's uh, it's something that maybe a lot. I feel like something like that you'll be appreciate later in life. It'll teach you a lot of things, like not to be wasteful, and like you know, work ethic, and this and that, like all these things that, yeah, yeah, like. Uh, I don't want to call it type two fun, but <laughs> something like that. My Lily's brother, uh, EO, who's shout out to EO, love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a randonneur. He does these crazy long bike rides and just likes to work really hard uh-huh. on his bike for many, many, many miles and do things like where he's like, yeah, you know, it's hard. And then later on, you're like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It's type two fun. It's like the fun uh-huh. comes later. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, little tangent. Well, we, have, we have a little bit of that, right? I mean. Totally. That's, I think, bikers, I mean, it, it hurts when you're out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be, you know, going, I could, you know, any adventure, any anything outside of the cush norm every day, you know, if you're going to get out there in any sense of getting out there. You're gonna have to work for it. Uh-huh. You're pushing right. past what has been established, and you're pushing. You know whether that's your what's you know established within your own self, or you know like physical borders, or what have you. But yeah, man, you guys going out to Costa Rica for all these different reasons that you've laid out is uh, it all sounds wonderful and amazing, and it sounds like it's gonna. It's been a challenge, like you've said. It's been emotional and all these things. And it will continue to be challenging, but but man, like how exciting, dude! What an adventure and to share that with your wife and your your family, your two boys. Like, ah, it's such a it's it's more than the love story that we started out with. This is <laughs> this sounds like just like a a beautiful life story, and mm-hmm. it's with it plenty more to come, man. It's cheers, dude. Cheers. I'm I'm stoked. For you. Oh, Richie. Thank you, man. I love you. I love the, the Dane and the boys. Yeah, you know, they, I don't feel like we have, they don't know who I am, but I, I, I do. I do love them. <laughs> so much time goes by and then they're like, yeah, they're, they're older and older. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're growing up and their yeah, hair's dude. just getting closer to the ground. <laughs> their hair's so long. <laughs> and they love it. Like, oh, I've, I, I love long hair, but I, I'm like, want to cut it <laughs> nope I'm like okay okay have you seen Lily's hair oh man <sighs> it's crazy oh. has she ever cut have her have you seen Adia Luce's hair <laughs> her buzz cut yeah yeah I did she, see it I, Lily has trimmed it a couple of times here and there like 
just to, to yeah, know, just to clean it clean up, kind of the edges. Get but the, her hair is so long; it's ridiculous. It's beautiful. Mm, it is lovely. I love long hair. <laughs> she was like, she before she goes out on a ride, she'll braid it, and she's braiding like one side forever. And we're having a conversation and taking you know whatever this and that, catching up, and then she moved to the other side. And she goes. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be like a burned image in your mind of me like braiding my hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, there just, like, it is. a little bit of a tilt. Yeah, honey, will you? Know <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, your boy's mm. hair is pretty long. Yeah, dude. I don't know. You have anything else <laughs> before you wrap this up? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> it's really, I, I think um, as as we talked about, I came in here. And then both of us a little bit of the jitters, but super comfortable. You're doing a you're 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 doing a great job. Ah, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. I've 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 listened to your to your other three podcasts that you've done, and and you're you they're great. I, I think it's great for our community. And oh, um, thanks. And, and you know, for me personally, this just was like super smooth and easy. Uh, it was great, and that. Uh, much more so than I was expecting. <laughs> so, some, so whatever you're doing to to make your your the person sitting in this seat, let's say, um, feel that way. I don't know what it is, but you're doing it right. So, well, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, thank nice you very chatting. much. Yeah, love you. I, I the love best you of too, luck to Richard, you, man. You and your you and your whole crew. Thanks, thanks for giving us the opportunity. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to come and chit chat with you. Hell yeah, that dude. was we wouldn't have done it otherwise. <laughs> that was fantastic. I love you. I love you, buddy. Thank you, everyone. Thank you thanks for listening, and uh, let us all wish Brent and his family a wonderful, safe adventure. Until next time, take care. <laughs>